The Gemara in discussing the sugya of Avchana, that the halach is one may not a woman may not get remarried until three months after her first husband passed away or divorced her, and the reason, as the Gemara taught us, is that we need to know for sure who is the father of the child. If she is pregnant, so ask the Gemara, In a situation where we know that she is pregnant, and therefore we know that it was obviously the first husband whom she is pregnant from, why is it that he not, so she should be allowed to get married? To not say, why she, can she not get remarried as soon as the first marriage terminates? Why does this woman have to wait? Allah Matanya. Why have we learned in a brisa? You're not allowed to marry someone who's pregnant from another man or nursing from another man. And if somebody did marry such a woman, they must get divorced and they can't ever get remarried. Answers the Gemara. The reason Chazal said that one is not allowed to marry Muberis Chaveroi, is for a different reason. Zeira Shema Tasa Ubrasandal. We're concerned that during that the second husband, while having relations with this wife who's already pregnant from the first wife, from the first husband, will damage, will wound the fetus. And the Mefarshim asks, isn't there a klal that a woman, while she's pregnant, cannot become pregnant again? So what damage could he do? So one shot that the Rishonim suggests is that when the Gemara says, what that means to say is that a woman can't get pregnant while she is already pregnant with a viable child. But she can get pregnant enough to do damage with the, to the first child. Another pshat that Taisa suggests is that if the woman is pregnant with twins, during the act of via, one twin may crush the other twin. Ask the Gemara, if there's such a concern in having relations with a woman who is pregnant, so then we should have the same concern, we should have the same concern with a man and a wife, a Baruch Shem married, and the wife is pregnant, they should not be allowed to have relations for the, because of this concern. So, and as so the Gemara refers back to a Gemara that we learned earlier in Amasechta, on the Yud Beis, on the Beis, if a Ketana, or Moberis, or Menika, what should they do in order to be able to have relations, Rameis says that they should be mishamesh b'moich to avoid any problems, and the Chacham hold mishamesh as kedarka or mishamayim yirachmu. So therefore, says the Gemara, Ilman Damer, according to the opinion that says that every pregnant woman should have relations b'moich, so whether she's married to the first husband or to the second husband, she should do tashmish that way. According to the Manda Amma that we follow, that we 
don't need to be worried. Because when a Shemaim Yerachmu, we could rely that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will have Rachmanus on this woman. So here too, why don't we say, when a Shemaim Yerachmu, she should use a Moich. Says the Gemara, the concern is Mishum Dachso. We're concerned that he's going to crush the child. He's going to crush the child while he's having Tashmish. Says the Gemara, if that's a concern, Nami. So why shouldn't we say that reason by his child, by the first husband as well? By the father of this child, says the Gemara, A person is going to be careful how he has relations with his wife in order not to damage, not to wound his own child. Ask the Gemara, So another husband, even if he's not the father of this fetus, certainly will not do Tashmish in a way that could cause damage. Ella, because of this, says the Gemara, a whole different reason. Stam muberes lemenekekaima. A woman who's pregnant is going to nurse. And since she's going to nurse, and as we learned, or we're going to learn in a moment, a nursing woman is not allowed to get remarried. So that's why, already when she's pregnant, we don't allow her to get remarried. And in fact, the Ramban and the Ritva ask a question, that as we've been learning in the previous shiurim, that the Gemara wanted to find the reason why there is a halacha of Afchana, why could not the Gemara have said this reason? That we have to know if the woman is pregnant or not, because if she's pregnant, she's ultimately going to nurse. And if she's ultimately going to nurse, we don't want her to get remarried. So they answer, the Noy de Behuda answers that that's already too, this way he explains what the Ramban and Ritva say. This is already too much of a question. In other words, when we have a woman who is for certain a muberes, so that's when this concern comes into play. But when we have a situation that the woman's not even muberes, she's a Suffolk muberes, and then we want to add this concern in as well, that's too much of a concern. Before we go further, because this is going to be in a very important element of our shiurim, the Chesam Seifer says, why does the Gemara use the word Stam Mumuberes Lenekakaima? What does the Gemara just says? Muberes Lenekakaima. Says the Chesam Seifer. What the Gemara wants to teach us is that what happens if you have a woman who never nurses, or you have a woman who says she won't nurse, what would be the halacha then? That's why the Gemara says, Stam, every woman. It makes no difference what are the special circumstances of this woman. We have to treat her like a Muberes who may not get married, who may not get remarried for the 24 months. Ask the Gemara. So that's why we're concerned that she'll, if she is a pregnant woman and she gets remarried and then she'll become pregnant again, while she is nursing, Dilma Ekra, while Dilma Abra, she'll get pregnant from the second husband, which will cause her nursing milk to go away. 
and then Kotlale and show and be causing this child to die because of the milk that he doesn't have to because of the milk that he doesn't have to serve. Ask the Gemara if that's a concern. Why are we not concerned by his own children the same? How do we let a husband and wife have relations while she's pregnant and nursing? If that, if we need to be concerned that that while she's nursing, if we need to be concerned that that will bring the repercussions that we just described. Answers the Gemara today: Bebates and His own child, he will give different foods to eat. Not just if the if the mother doesn't have nursing milk, she'll give him other food. Ask the Gemara: the Nami. So if that's the if that option exists. So even if it's not his child, she could always feel the feed the child of the earlier of the first husband. Answers the Gemara Layav Bal. The second husband's not going to take money out of his pocket to support and feed the son of the first child. Ask the Gemara of Litvinali Yarshim. But she should be able to go back to the Yarshim of the first husband and demand the support of the first child, of the child from the first husband. Amrabaya Isha A woman is embarrassed to go to Besdin and make that claim. So we're learning here in our Gemara how concerned Chazal were not to allow women who are nursing to get remarried. And in fact, the Yushalmi in Masech the Saita, Perik Dalid Halacha Gimel says that this is based on a Pusik in Mishlei. The Pasuk says, Al Tasig Gvul Oilam, Ubishada Yusoimim Al Tavoy, and as the Divrichayim in the Chuvis and Ebene Ezra Chalik Aleph Simon Chof Beis explains, marrying a woman who's pregnant with a child, marrying a woman who's already pregnant, who's nursing, is comparable, is comparable to Asagus Gvul. Very, very, very. It's a very, very serious issue. And in fact, I saw the Paiskim say that the Isser of marrying Menekes Chaveroi Umuberes Chaveroi is a much more serious Isser than all the other Isurim. And the reason is very understandable because it's a Suffolk Nefashis. And since it's a Suffolk Nefashis, that's why Chazal was stricter under these circumstances than they normally are in all other situations. And truthfully, there's a raya to this concept from the Gemara on Daf Mem Gimel. The Gemara on Daf Mem Gimel, Amr Aleph, when the Gemara speaks about how do we count the three months that a woman of Avchana do we include the day that the husband died? Do we include the day that she gets remarried? One thing the Gemara says for sure, that nobody disagrees. When it comes to Itmar, the Gemara daf mem gimel amen aleph, Itmar the Rav Shmuel the Amri Tavayu, Tzricha lahamten chavta al the woman has to wait full 24 months, 
Chutz miyayim shenolaboy v'chutz miyayim shenis arsaboy. 24 months besides the day that he died and the day she gets remarried. Chazal were particularly concerned and as we're learning this because it's a situation of Sophic nefashis. And the Rosh says indeed the same that the Rosh and the Magad Mishnah all say that Chazal were particularly concerned with this Isser and the reason Chazal were particularly concerned with this Isser is because it's a Sakana to the Vlad. In general, the Rishonim say, there's a Me'iri, that there are many Xeris Chazal. But when we have a Xeris Chazal that was instituted because of a Sakana, that has a higher level. And there we have to be particularly concerned. And as I quoted earlier, the Chsam Seifer's opinion, the Chsam Seifer says that we're always concerned by all women. We never make an exception to this Isser. The Pnei Yeshua in the Kuntras Achron to Masechtik Subis uses very sharp language against anyone who violates this halacha. He says that anybody who has to shalom will violate this halacha will be subject to great punishment. And in fact, the Chesam Seifer says that whenever this type of a shayla came to him, he refused to be makal. To the degree that the Neide Behuda says that not only is the person who's makal in the shayla need to be concerned, not only the person who himself acts leniently in such a situation need to be concerned, but he says even the Rav who paskins Lakula needs to be concerned. Most Paiskim aren't as strict with this, and they obviously take the approach that we have to do what the halacha says. And if the halacha is lenient, we have every right to be lenient. But what we have clearly learned in this Gemara is that Chazal disallowed a woman who's nursing to get remarried. But it's interesting to point out that if we look in the Rambam, in Hilchus Gerishin, Perik Yud, Halacha Chof A, he says the reason that a person is not allowed to marry Muberes Chaveroi, Menekes Chaveroi, is because we're concerned that maybe during the Shas Tashmish, damage could be done to this child. And the case of Mishnah immediately asks that we just finish learning, we just finished learning in our Gemara that that isn't a concern. That the concern was that she'll lose her milk, but was a concern that will do damage. So, Darachoner explains the opinion of the Rambam that the Rambam learns Pishan the Gemara like this. If the entire concern were just that damage may be done to the child during Bia, 
that the Rambam holds is not enough of a cons- that the Gemara holds is not enough of a concern to disallow her getting remarried. But once Chazal established that she can't get remarried because we're worried about what may happen to her nursing milk, then the concern of something may happen during Tashmish comes back. Another explanation of the Rambam gives the Shavos Yaakov. Because if the entire concern is something may happen to her milk, so that we could understand that while she's nursing, they can't be married to the second husband. But what about till she gets, till she has the baby? Why can't she remain married to her second husband? It must be because of this concern. But there's another reason that the Rishonim give. And that is that the Rambam is trying to teach us that even a new woman who's not nursing, so we don't have this concern, still the Rambam says there's another concern, and since there's another concern, we have to be machmer. Which really opens up another interesting machloikis Rishonim. The Rishonim debate, if this halacha, that one has to wait three months, if this halacha, that you have to wait three months, was only said by a woman who's an almana, that that's where the halacha is, that she has to wait three months, or even by a grusha. Is there a difference between um, Almona Menekes versus a Grusha Menekes? Rav Shimshin Hazaken, that's brought here in Taisus the Maskel Stam, says that it's only by a Almona that the Isra Menekes is only dependent on her obligation to nurse. And therefore he explains that only a Amona has that obligation. A grusha doesn't have that obligation because the halacha is that the husband has to support the grusha and therefore the child, not the wife. And since that obligation is on the wife, she doesn't have to worry if the milk will go away. I did see that there are Paiskim that suggest that's only if there wasn't a Psak Bezdin that says that he's obligated to support her, that she's obligated to take care of the child. But if during the divorce proceedings, that's why Besden decided that the obligation of support is on the wife for the child, then even Rabbeinu Shimshin would agree that even a Grusha could not get remarried. Rabbeinu Tam disagrees. And Rabbeinu Tam says there's no difference between a Grusha and a Almona. And the Rishonim give two explanations and understanding the opinion of Rabbeinu Tam. The Rosh explains that the Isser is not dependent strictly on her obligation to nurse. The reason is because the re- is not because of the obligation to support. It has a simple fact. A woman wants to nurse even if she is not financially obligated to nurse. And therefore, we have to make sure that her milk remains. 
Tritva takes a different approach. Tritva says that this distinction that Rabbeinu Shimshon HaZokin wants to make, that only an almana has an obligation to nurse her child, but a grusha does not have such an obligation. Rabbeinu Shimshon HaKoyin, the Ritva says there is no such um, there is no such difference. Particularly, as the smag explains, that the child only recognizes its mother, the child only recognizes the milk of its mother, and we have to worry about that child even if there's reason um, to be lenient. Duran takes a different approach. Duran says that our Gemara says that a woman doesn't want to take her husband to Besdin doesn't want to take the Yarshim, or doesn't like to go to Bezdin. Says Duran, the same thing here. Even if we'll say that a Grusha is not financially obligated to nurse the child, and if her milk dries up, she will go to the, she will go to the husband. She has a right to go to the husband, but the Gemara says that she doesn't like to go to Bezdin. And therefore, the child will be left with what, with trouble... And therefore, Rabbeinu Tam is understandable that he doesn't differentiate between an almona and a grusha. As I said, certainly, Bizman Hazer, where women have an obligation also in supporting the children after divorce, Rabbeinu Shimshon probably would agree to Rabbeinu Tam.